to non-professional dating advice. This is episode eight, I think. Yeah, eight episodes. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I'm joined by my friend Chandler here, the cool guy mm-hmm. with the headphones. Chandler, yep. you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Yep. So I'm Chandler Crook. I was Kyle's former roommate down at Snow College. That's where we first met. Um, actually, he got that apartment through a friend of a friend who, um, so you went and served your mission and then my friend referred to you when he went off to his mission. So it's kind of a nice little circle of truth there. So that's how we just spent a couple of semesters together, had a lot of fun, got into a bit of trouble. And <laughs> yeah, so it was, a, it was a good couple of semesters. Glad to have you there. Yeah, no, it was way fun. I, I love I love Snow College. That was the school I went to before. And yeah, just we have talked about it on this podcast before. E from Utah, Snow College, small town. Mm-hmm. But it's just such a good time. And um, you know Tylen, Tylen Nelson, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he was he was on like one of the first episodes of the show and we talked about mm-hmm. like small town dating and like how it can be awkward. Cause he went to, I think it was North Severe High School, and he said his graduating class was really small. And so a lot of people would like cross date, like they would date somebody Mm -hmm. and then break up and then their friend would date them just because they had limited number of options. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I have this, um, I have this meme somewhere. It's like um, dating in a small town and it shows like um, eight guys in a small round table and they're passing Gatorade and Powerade bottles back and forth to each other. And they're just barely crossing so it's like dating in a small town and they're just switching them back and forth. <laughs> like, yeah, that's so true. And my problem down at Snow College was I had to use my family tree app pretty often <laughs> just to be sure, you know. Do you, have a, do you have a story where like you were dating someone, you found out you were like a little too close on the family tree or, or why did you have to start doing that? Uh, well, the first one was she who must not be named. She said that she had like a, a fourth. I don't think you ever met her. But I don't think I did. No, I hear oh, stories about her, but I never met this. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Bad, bad stuff. So um, she said that um, she had like a crook on. That's my last name is crook. So she had a crook on like her mom's like fourth cousin's side. So it was pretty distant. And then I actually um, I think it was like last fall I hit up mutual again because I was super bored so I hit up this one girl and we were talking back and forth and she was up at Logan and then she found out that my last name was Crook and then she said that her her aunt's maiden name was Crook so I was like and then the, the, the thing was, is that she beat me to it. She started sing, she started singing Sweet Home Alabama right there. Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. So after that, we're just like, yeah, do you want, do you want to just be friends? And we're like, yeah, let's keep it like that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I've mentioned this before. My grandparents on my dad's side, they both grew up in the small town of Wellsville, Utah just up here in Cache Valley. And so their families were like some of the first families that came into the valley, like when people started moving west. And so they're actually third cousins, my grandma and my grandpa. So they're like right on the border of like- Right on the border. Like, you know, weird, weird crap going on. But 
but yeah. hey, they make, they make it work. And uh, as far as I can tell, there's nothing genetically wrong with me. So <laughs> despite what my, some people might say. Yeah, I'm sure your siblings have some insults back and forth <laughs> to each other as well. Absolutely. And, and no relations whatsoever. Mm. So one girl, I wasn't even related. And I think the family tree app extends to like um, seventh and eighth cousins. And it showed nothing. Mm. So I was like, okay. You're like, I'm in the green. Like, I'm in the green. Let's go. Speaking of green, it is St. Patrick's Day. So happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. Yeah. Tell you're wearing a green shirt. Um, let me show everyone here yeah. my green pants that I'm wearing. Ah, so, you very know. snazzy. Yeah, I actually, I actually forgot about St. Patty's Day. I just grabbed this, this shirt because it's, it's really comfy. <laughs> so I just grabbed it. Because living in an RV, my closet is in my parents' bedroom, and then my mom gets ready. So I was just like, first shirt, it's in the dark, and I just grabbed it. So yeah, <laughs> well, well, like, that's pretty lucky. I don't know, that's pretty lucky. Ha ha ha! <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> well, funny, funny thing. Um, in one of my classes today, we were actually talking about dating. It's it's like a family and marriage class, and mm. so we talk about uh, just like the way marriage and family is, is changed over time and how it's affected in society. Anyways, we're talking about dating and my professor was talking about how usually two people, um, two people who are on similar attractive levels kind of like get together. So basically meaning like you usually get with someone who's in your same league as, as some people yeah. say, you know what I mean? But he was saying, he was making a joke. He's like, well, speaking of St. Patrick's Day, um, I was very lucky because my wife is like super attractive and I'm just me and like, <laughs> she's like way out of my league, but I lucked out with her. And I feel like, I feel like a lot of the times uh, that happens for the guy, like the guy is like per se in a lower, lower field. Mm -hmm. Like he like scores like with this like really attractive girl or whatever. <laughs> But I just thought it was funny that he mentioned that in, in the class today in St. Patrick's Day, all about luck. And sometimes mm -hmm. you just need some, some straight up luck. <laughs> yeah, actually, I've seen that a lot, too, especially on um, Instagram. You always see um, it's, it's copy and paste, pretty much. You see all the marriages in Provo or um, uh, like that Utah County bubble pretty much they all look the same they all all the guys have the same haircut you know nice nice fair complexion they're all they're always wearing suit and tie well not always wearing suit and tie and then the females are blonde <laughs> most of the time I mean uh, most of the time yes they're blonde because all the other ones are blonde as well so Utah County has a very familiar trend that everybody goes along with and I noticed that with a couple of my friends, um, there's, there's a lot to it. I've been, I haven't, did you ever take that courtship and marriage class at Snow? No, I didn't, but I heard it was really good. Did you take it? No, I didn't. I just, um, I, whenever I heard people talking about it, I contributed and they're like, Hey, did you take that class? I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm just kind of observant, like a people watcher pretty much. And so it's, it's kind of interesting how they say like the same people, like, as you said, people within your league, it's a lot based on comparison and judgment. And I'm taking a couple of evolution classes. And the funny thing is, is that those coincide as well. So 
Um, I wish this episode was a little bit longer because I got I got charts and I got a whole bunch of stuff that <laughs> Dang. goes with that. So with um, evolution, it talks about with um, some people may not like this term, but mating. So whenever you're whenever um, you're trying to pursue mating, you know Utah County anybody anybody who's LDS wants to have kids, they think about um, physical attributes, mental attributes, social status, that kind of thing. And what I noticed is that it's either with, they're either within your league or there's one above the other. Most of the time it's the female who's the more attractive one and the male isn't that much. Hmm. And what's the, what's like the scientific reasoning for that? Um, it's um, competition mostly. Have you ever had a friend that you, let's say a female friend that you grew up with or you were very closely acquainted with? And then when the dating scene comes on, um, somebody else likes them, they're attracted to them, you kind of get a, your heart beats a little bit faster and you, you think that person's more attractive because yeah. of, of competition. So that's a, that's a couple of, I can't say the exact same thing because it was like a month ago, but the same thing applies to our our kingdom and the animal kingdom is just we're just looking for a partner <laughs> we're just looking for love what's that one country i think there's a country song called looking for love it's like i'm not gonna sing it right now but uh but yeah looking for love i think it's like looking for love in all the right places looking for love in familiar faces or something like that yeah i i can think of the song um, it's part of the song in the cars, like here she comes looking for love. Here she comes. That's all <laughs> I can think of. So, so I know Valentine's Day is like the holiday of love. Can St. Patrick's Day be another holiday of love? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's not of love. It's by luck, pretty much. Yes, yes. St. Patrick's Day is all about luck. And sometimes you need a little luck when it comes to... Yeah. Oh, funny you mentioned uh, Valentine's Day, actually. Since this is a unprofessional um, dating advice <laughs> channel, I'll talk to you about my Valentine's story. Yeah, let's hear it. Usually, um, we did it with Apartment 7, and Airbnb and I did it with a couple of other girls, So, especially with the single girls. Um, on Valentine's Day, it's either you get hitched or you get kicked. You know, it's either official or you're breaking up. And we and Airby pointed that out to me very well. And I wasn't. Um, I'm in the YSA ward, and there's a lot of single females there, so it's not like a college one where you don't see the same face twice. It's always different people most of the time. So this one is. I got very well acquainted with a couple of girls, actually four of them and we watched movies together we took a summer it was like the YSA we took a summer trip together and I got to it was like a four-hour drive up into Idaho so we got very well acquainted with each other had a lot of laughs so I hung out with these girls and I wanted to give them a present so for Valentine's Day I got them flowers and not only just flowers but their favorite flowers and their favorite treats as well so out of four girls, I had special ordered uh, flowers, stems, and their favorite treats. So like a 
$110 later, I sent them out and I even put in little notes just to see, you know, just to make it more memorable. So I even, I, I colored them, I drew little hearts on them and I put in um, the poems were of like how I met them and kind of like how it's going. Nothing romantic, just, you know, fun. Yeah. It was like, we met on a car trip together. It was such a long ride and it didn't, it went so well that it was like watching the ocean's tide, you know, oh, wow. you know, like stuff like that. So with four different girls, it was four different subjects. And then I gave them all out and they said, thank you. So, so yeah, no romance for me, but I'm, I was pretty generous. <laughs> oh, uh, that is very generous. It's so very thoughtful and kind of you I, I hope all my female listeners are like wow this Chandler guy is so sweet <laughs> yeah chivalry isn't dead it just took a detour <laughs> indeed indeed yeah no I um I had a Valentine's episode about I think it was two episodes ago or so and um go check it out the guy I brought on shared this crazy story about this one time he had this Valentine and I won't, I won't tell you now, I want you guys to go check it out, but it, it was super mm-hmm. good. But uh, yeah, no, that sounds like a, sounds like a really good Valentine's day. And, and you know what? I've mentioned this before, like, obviously I'm a non-professional and I'm not going to like help you find love at the end of the day. Maybe I will, maybe I won't, but uh, <laughs> it's good. It's good just to just connect with people and to, to make friends and do do nice things for people even if it doesn't lead to anything romantic you know what i mean like maybe this is just the seed or, or just the the first step and you know maybe further down the road they think highly of you because of what you did and so maybe at the end of the day just like be kind you know to everybody and treat everyone well and uh you know maybe if you're lucky <laughs> yeah i think what what everybody's wanting to look out for is like you said down the road um everybody's wondering when does that road come into my lane or when does her car come into my lane when does it when does it come over here because you can't be in the friend zone forever Mm. so what i noticed is um i can't um i after valentine's day i took a couple more dates you know like um i don't know if i don't know if dating five girls is a lot in a couple of months (laughs) But I was just, I was like, you know, just searching, you know, nothing offensive. I paid, I paid for dinner. I had a good time. I got to know them. I asked some good questions and stuff. So I'm wondering, how do you get the second or third date? Mm. Like, I'm going to use you as an example, because, because you have the girly, the girly friend that I met during spring break. So how do you get that second or third date, you know? Yeah. So, so you want me to share from my personal experience, how I did that? Mm -hmm. Okay. So what I did, and I've mentioned this here on the show before is, so I didn't like, know, like she was, she lived in my same apartment complex still does, but like, I didn't know her that well. And I didn't really know any of her roommates or any of her friends. And so I was kind of in a tough position because I couldn't just like, it, I, I feel like it's a lot easier if you have like mutual friends or like you have something to connect on. Mm-hmm. So um, it was a little difficult because I didn't want to just like approach her and be like, hey, 
my name is Kyle, by the way, like, I think you're cool. Like, let's go out because that, yeah. that comes off a little too, too forward and a little too intimidating sometimes. I'm not saying that you can't do that, but, but I wanted to go about it a different way. And so I actually, so I met her at FHE at the church one time. And from there, I just kept, I got her phone number. So I had contact information and I just like invited her to do stuff in groups before I even asked her out on the first date. And so by the time the first date did come, we had hung out maybe like three, four, five times, both in groups and both like one-on-one. So she like knew me pretty well. And so when I went on the first date, it's like there was, there wasn't a lot of nervousness or a lot of uneasiness because she kind of like already knew who I was. There wasn't like the, sometimes the awkward first date experiences where you're like trying to get to know them and you really don't know this person. You're like, do I like this person? You know? And yeah. so at that point, she, she decided that she liked having me around and thought I was somebody to keep seeing. And so asking for a second date was was pretty natural because we both wanted to see each other again and there was that that establishment that was already laid that foundation Mm -hmm. and so yeah I just after our first date I just I just asked her hey like I love to do this again sometime like and it it wasn't even like because at that point it was like it wasn't like, when am I going to see her next? Or, or if I'm going to see her next, it was a point of when am I going to see her next? You know, like I wasn't yeah. like thinking, oh, I might never see her again. Cause like, I was like, I knew we were going to. And so that made it a little easier, but it's, it's so relative. Like I've, I've, I've talked about before because sometimes you, you're like friends with them first, or sometimes you just meet them in class or sometimes you just meet them in whatever capacity and you don't get to build that foundation every time and so frankly like if you're interested in in asking for a second date um i think just on the first date just just be yourself and just try to have a fun time and then yeah just say hey i had a really good time let's do this again and if and if they're interested, they'll say yes, obviously. And if they're not, they'll say no. But um, yeah, I, either or. There's just like, it's like, I'm trying to remember Hitch, the movie Hitch. Yeah. I, don't, I don't use the movie Hitch like as like my, like uh, my textbook for this podcast per se, but. Um, uh, that's a great source. <laughs> it would be, it really would be. But I'm I'm not quite like Will Smith's character. I'm not I'm not quite an expert in that regard. But but honestly, yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's 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 almost like a numbers game too. Like if you want to get more second dates, you just have to go on more dates. Mm. You know what I mean? Like my cousin, for example, last semester he he went seriously. I think he went on a date. Maybe not every day, but like multiple times a week like three, four times a week. And like, yeah, obviously he wasn't just dating just to like say, oh, I went out with all these girls. He was dating to like meet people and put himself out there and see what he likes. And because he just understood that, you know, I'm not like the first girl I'm going to meet, like that's not going to necessarily be the one, you know what I mean? Like I got to 
got to put myself out there and see. And, and some were just one-time things. Some were like two or three. And uh, yeah, so I, I don't think, uh, I don't think it's helpful to, to um, limit yourself to just like one person in the initial stages. Like, I think it's a good idea to go out with maybe a couple of girls and just kind of like see what you like for, because, because like you want to like them as a person, right? You don't want, you don't want to just date someone just to date someone, you know, like you, you want to, you want to date someone who, who you feel a connection with and who you can be a better person and make them a better person. And so Honestly, I think I think getting second and third dates come in part by just going on a lot of first dates with multiple girls, if that makes sense, or multiple yeah. whoever you want to date. It's kind of a thing. Yeah, definitely go in groups. I think that says that in the. Did you ever read the Strength of Youth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely keep it in dates, especially because um, that's what I saw. Kolya and Airby do. They had the same amount of friends, and then those friends had friends. So that's their main their main dating pool. That's how they met new people. And then uh, pretty much social status. You know, if you got good connections with their friend, then that means you have a good connection with their friend of a friend. So mm-hmm. it's much easier to establish a smaller foundation. And then if you want, you can build up a bigger foundation from there. I think that's where I'm lacking because I'm not in any apartments. I'm living with my parents uh, 30 miles away from campus because rent is obnoxiously expensive. Seriously. Yeah. yeah, that's what I miss about snow is that you pay one grand for two semesters and <laughs> utilities are paid. Everything uh, expenses are taken care of pretty much. So, but that's where my fault is, is that I'm, I'm not doing it in groups. I'm just singling them out pretty much because when it comes to singling people out, first impressions are everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, this is both parties, both males and females. You're very judgmental when it comes to a single person. It's like an interview pretty much. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what their interests are until you ask more questions. And if it's a date that adds more pressure and I think um, last episode, your your butt, what was his name? Um, your mission buddy from the last episode. Oh, uh, Brett. Brett. Okay, so he was talking about social media has really just, um, and this is this is both of us. Like I'm pretty I'm pretty judgmental when it comes to, like in, you know just by looks and personality but still I give I give my effort because I don't know what this person's been through I don't know what they're like around their friends or if it's if it's like an illusion pretty much so social media has really um, brought us down quite a few bars when it comes to dating and social status as well as just interactions Mm -hmm. basic social interactions and so whenever I those four or five girls I've I was not really dating, but dated for a couple of months. I was writing down questions that would pique their interest. Like besides like, what are you studying? What do you like to do? Um, how many people are in your family? I'm, I'm asking more like, uh, what did you like to do as a child? And have you kept that up to your adulthood? Or what did you like? It's, it's, it's a couple of like kid questions pretty much. But some of them are, 
the key to dating is whoever invites the person to date them have the other person talk about themselves because in that way they're more comfortable in an unknown environment so other like get to know you questions like which sibling are you closest to and why and if they don't have siblings like what's something you want people to notice or ask about you every time you're in a social setting like some girls are like i really like my hair i think i think my hair is my best quality and other questions like if you this is a fun one if you didn't have to sleep what would you do with that extra time Hmm. Yeah, that. Yeah. What would I do with my extra time? <laughs> no, I. Uh, I like those questions, and I think, and I think something else just came to me, and and maybe something that could help um, distinguish you from others, and and uh, help you, I guess, stand out more, be more unique. Is is asking these more unique questions, or or just bringing a more unique experience to the first date? Be just because I feel like so many first dates, especially when you don't know the person super well, are just very um, script not scripted, but like you know what I mean, like like you know what's coming. Like here comes all the basic questions. Yeah. From how many siblings do I have? What I like to do you know, what, what am I studying? Different things like that. But if Very run of the mill, like unique and deeper questions that like provoke thought and conversation, then that, that will be like, Oh, this, this guy asked me more unique questions or this mm-hmm. guy has this interesting take just leaves them thinking maybe a little bit more than, than, than not. So. Yeah. If you've ever come across on your like YouTube thumbnail, the the spicy wings, like people get nervous when they're eating spicy wings and the guy asks them questions. Like you have to listen to his questions. The guy who, the bald guy who's interviewing it, that's his YouTube channel. He does some really good questions. And then all the people are like, wow, really? Like you're, you're a really good interviewer. I really like, that's a great question, you know, because he asks about their passions, their drives, what makes them, what makes them, them, you know? Not just like what looks what what they see in the mirror, but what they put in their journal or what they think about to themselves if they sing in the car or if they sing in the shower, you know, small little things that makes a person different from every other person. So Chandler, let me ask you a very important question. Would you do you prefer a girl who sings in the shower or who sings in the car? <laughs> um, I'm I, I would be fine with both of them, honestly, because I say I, I like I don't really scream, but I really like raise my voice in the in the car, especially um, like the other day um, when it was like 60 degrees outside. I turned on my car and I was about to go take lunch and then Bohemian Rhapsody comes on. Mm. So I I put I cracked the windows down a little bit and I was singing along to it and um, for anybody who's seen Wayne's World, the one part where the where the guitar comes in and everybody's like bopping their heads, I was like getting really into it. So I'm like, I was having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. So if if she sings in the shower, fine with me. If she sings in the car, it's hopefully we have the same taste in music. <laughs> I'm thinking of um, uh, the Pina Colada song right now, where. Um... Yeah. The girl writes in, in in the personal columns. I guess back in the day they would write dating yeah. 
the newspaper and like he's like reading it and so I'm thinking of like yours and yours like you're like I want or or like for yourself you're like I'm somebody who writes poetry I'm somebody who right. dreams bohemian rhapsody <laughs> I'm somebody yeah. who <laughs> so if you if you if you like receiving poetry and uh singing singing in the car yeah <laughs> then give me a call <laughs> yeah that's what I've seen a lot on I got I actually just um just deleted mutual and bumble this afternoon because I wasn't that motivated <sighs> maybe it's because it's right after spring break and I just want to relax and just do some homework you know get get some accomplishments done but the same thing is like on all their profiles, it's like, hey, we're made, we're made for each other if you can quote Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> or we're made for each other if you like to sing slash shout in the car. You know, <laughs> you know just, little, just little pina colada articles that make them more of who they are. So I actually had one experience like that where um, this one girl on Mutual, she was the last um, great date. So if she she know who she if she's watching this channel she knows who she is. And I sure hope she's watching. What are the odds? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. May, maybe I'll share this on my Instagram story. Do it, like, do hey, it. this is this is for you. <laughs> so her and I actually connected very very well. It was like an endless conversation, and then um, I was asking like, "Hey, I'm actually gonna." It was right before um, Haley's wedding. I was planning the date of like what we could do in such a short notice, and I was like. The first thought came to mind was a batting cage. And I'm like, nah, girls don't like that unless they're like on the softball or, or um, yeah, softball team. So I asked that and we went and did some batting cages and she was super excited. And then like two days later after that, she's like, thanks for the date, but I just don't think it's going to work out. Good luck. The lesson I learned with her is uh, first impressions are everything or, or get to know them in a group. So here is the start of it. I think it'll show it in reverse, but here's the female chart of cute versus money. Okay. For when, for when they're selecting a partner and women are way more choosier than men. I'll, get, I'll give it to that because they're way more observant. The dream for every girl is to, is to have it just go straight across the top, just boom, <laughs> perfect husband. What actually happens is that there's a couple of zones is the no-go zone. <laughs> it doesn't matter how cute you are. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It's a very large field of disinterest. And then past this part all the way to the right, the husband zone, where it doesn't matter how cute they are. It, it just matters how much they can provide for their spouse, you know, how much money they make. And this top part is called the fun zone. Yeah. So they are very attractive, but they don't make that much money. <laughs> Not as much money as the, as the husband. So both, both parties, uh, they look for cute. Mm. So I'll keep that. Both guys look for cute because women are all about looks. You just, you watch four hours of television and all the commercials, 70% of them are, are gonna be about women looking beautiful. So with the males is that upscale is cute, but it could both, it could be a cute personality, a cute face, a cute butt. <laughs> I mean, cute has 
more than just one definition. And then I think when it comes to males, because when males are looking for a mate, they're either a they're either a terrible person, they're a player, they just want to get some and go, or they're actually investing towards a spouse. So this is with my experience where I'm trying to invest more towards a spouse is at the bottom of this line is trust. And then the same, it's the same. Um, I think there, I think males no-go zone is, is smaller, but the trust part is much farther away. So, so males like, you don't have to be that cute, but you have to be more trustworthy, but still that's in like the, the no-go zone. Same thing, cute at the top, fun zone. But this area with males is much larger because um, in my experience, I like to, um, I mean, you heard from Kolya and Airby about Cambry. So she is a, she is a huge fun zone, but she also had a lot of um, friends that, you know, because Cambry is a, is a very attractive female friend and she's very friendly. So actually when, during the summer, when she would go to church with me, and this was after me being there for eight months. When Cambry showed up for three months and then she went up to Logan, like five or six people went up to me and like, hey, who's that girl you were, you were sitting with? Oh, she's pretty cute. And even the girls went up like, hey, who's that girl you were sitting with? Uh, you always hugging her. She was like really tan. So the, good, the thing that males like to do is keep a fun zone extroverted female. <laughs> And then, of course, this far side of the chart is the trophy wife. <laughs> there it is. There yeah. it is. Waiting for that all day for you to say that. There it is. <laughs> There's, that's what every guy is looking for. And I think the trust part is way farther down the line. It's because I, I just always go back to social media because you have sources and answers for everything, whether they be right or whether they be wrong, they're still right and they're still wrong. So that's where it all comes in is group dates. Group dates are the key to looking for that potential person. You got to start with your foundation and you, you got to build up from there. Well said. I couldn't have said it better myself and uh, you have you have the graphs and the and earlier you talked about science you have science and graphs to, to back up what you say like <laughs> the way you think I like the way you think I think that's another one of my faults is um I'm too smart for my own good <laughs> uh, well I'm sure there's already there's always somebody smarter but this is uh, these little charts were taken into account for my I have three sisters and a mom and I'm looking at how they interact with their spouses. Well, except for my youngest sister, who's still, she's, her and I are the only ones without partners. Mm -hmm. <laughs> partners, interests, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, anybody pretty much. We just keep bouncing around. So, so maybe I'll share, I'll share this episode with her and she'll get some insight on it. And anyone who's listening, I would love to have you share it too. If, if you think this podcast is a good time or if you think it's just um cringe worthy or, or uh, <laughs> laugh at yeah go ahead and post it um i also upload to youtube as well so if you want to see the actual video because because chandler is coming in for the Zoom call because he's at a different school 
And so a lot of my guests are from different areas. So I, I also video it and put it on YouTube. So if you want to see visuals, you can check that out. Chandler, thanks for coming on, man. We went a little more than 10 minutes, but I'm glad we did because you had some good stuff to share. And I love those charts. I think, <laughs> I think uh, it's so funny. All about the visuals. Everybody likes visuals. Yep. We're all visual learners. And, and uh, I really appreciated that. So, so thanks so much, Chandler, for coming on to Non-Professional Dating Advice. Um, happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. If somebody's not wearing green, I guess you can pinch them. And, and um, March Madness is on, so you can yep. watch that. And uh, it's just a good time to be alive. Hopefully the weather warms up a little more. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking some future episodes we can talk about like summer flings or like summer dating or something mm -hmm. like that when the weather warms up. But uh, we'll see. But thanks for coming on, Chandler. Yeah, thanks for having me. We'll see you around.